Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Cheers to that. So Jess, what is in our cups today? We are drinking Cecilia Beretta Prosecco from Italia, um, and it is from Treviso, which is in the northern region of Italy, the Veneto region, and it goes very well, apparently, with snacks and appetizers and shellfish, and it is an extra dry Prosecco. So you said snacks, shellfish, and what was that? Uh, just appetizers. And appetizers. Do any of those include French fries? Uh, yes, Trina, I believe they do. If you'd like to hear more about that reference, you should check out our last episode. Mm-hmm. You should. We probably should, too. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you guys describe this one? It's a very nice golden light color. It's very light. It's um, a little more see-through than most champagnes, but it, it actually kind of fits the taste of it. It's light. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's a little more clear. It's light and airy. Yeah, very airy, actually. It's not overly sweet. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And the, the bubbles, uh, what, what were you thinking about the bubbles, Trina? It does have a different bubble consistency than some other champagnes. Instead of having like the streams of bubbles that go up, this is kind of like separated bubbles across the entire glass. In my cup, at least. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me a little bit of like... Little stars, like little starry night, like across the glass, as opposed to like speckled across the glass, as opposed to like the little streams, bubble streams that come up sometimes. Bubbles. It's just bubbles. Lots of bubbles. It's very pretty. I really like it. It's actually, it is very light and refreshing. I could drink a lot of this and be happy. Me too. Yeah. I'd buy this again and uh, drink it down with some oysters. So Jess, where would we go to purchase this? I got this from the Trader Joe's for like $8.99. What? Oh, wow. That's a deal. For this bottle, like this type, it's it tastes way higher quality than I would expect from like an $8 bottle of champagne. Like this is really good. Yes. Um, yeah. I decided to go to the Trader Joe's one night and just peruse the wine aisle and just decided to randomly grab it because they recommended it to go with like some shellfish and snacks. That was literally the Trader Joe's recommendation label. And I was like, mm, yep, done. Done. Nice. Well, that's a great bottle. Yep. So recommend. Drink it up, guys. Do it. All right, y'all, we have something big to talk about. Yes, we do. Everyone gets so excited. It's our first Champagne Friday event. Yes, so, so excited for this. Oh, my God, this is happening. <laughs> it's finally happening. Um, y'all have heard us talk about Champagne Friday a lot. I think that's actually the inspiration behind our entire podcast, our entire brand. The Champagne Way is from... Doing Champagne Friday, which we've been doing for years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I actually, I want to give Lindsay a lot of the credit on that because I think she was the first person that was just like, Champagne Friday, let's do this. I I think she deserves some credit on that one. Well, I do like to drink and I like to drink champagne. (laughs) That is right. (laughs) Trina, what is this wonderful Champagne Friday event? So we are going to be hosting a Champagne Friday singer-songwriter showcase because, of course, it's Nashville. Mm-hmm. Music and City? That's right. Music City. And what better to represent Music City than singers and songwriters? So we are hosting an event June 22nd from 6 to 9 p.m. here in Nashville. 
There's going to be live music from three amazing songwriters while you sip on champagne and indulge in a dessert bar. I mean, what sounds better than that for a Champagne Friday? I mean, desserts, champagne, live music from some amazing, beautiful, talented singer-songwriters in Music City. It's fantastic. Literally nothing. Nothing's better than that. Everyone should be there. And if you can't be there, I'm sorry, but... You know, maybe you should try to fly to Nashville and come to our next one. Boop, boop. I mean, uh, <laughs> just in. I'm so excited about this. Number one, I love champagne. Number two, I love desserts. And number three, I love singing in front of people. Yeah. Are you going to perform for us, Lindsay? I just assumed I was one of the performers. Well, uh, I already kind of booked three other performers, but maybe you could be like the opening act. The event starts at six, so you can start at five thirty. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You can start. You can you can do a little opening act there. You can Perfect. you can stand on stage and drink champagne. You know, we need to be entertained while we're setting up too. That's yeah. true. That is true. Okay, so can you tell us <laughs> a little bit about uh, the performers who will be entertaining us? So and sharing their talents. Yes, definitely. So first of all, singer songwriters in Nashville—that's a big thing here. Um, it's just so ingrained in the culture of Music City. These amazing songwriters have moved here from various places and are, you know, trying to achieve their their goals and their dreams as songwriters and perfecting their craft and becoming artists. And they're all amazing. I've definitely had the privilege of hearing two of them already perform live before. And then the other one, I've heard her music, and I'm just excited to see her for the first time performing live. Oh, awesome. So I'm, I'm just equally as excited, I think, as our, our guests are going to be. Okay. But the first performer is going to be Brittany Monroe. She is from Texas. Oh, Texas. Um, I met her a few years ago through some mutual friends, and then... I randomly ended up seeing her perform at a bar one night and I literally did a double take because I was like, oh my God, I didn't know she sang and she sings that well. So I'm like excited to see that again and like to share that with you guys. And then Mallory Johnson, I Mm -hmm. actually saw for the first time a couple of weeks ago in an all Canadian singer songwriter round at uh, City Winery. She's Canadian? She is Canadian. Uh, I got to tell you, I got to read off where she's from because the first time we heard her announce where she was from in the round, my husband and I looked at each other and we went, that's made up. Like, (laughs) I don't believe this place exists. (laughs) This is a very, very long name of where she's from. And also, I probably will butcher it as I try to say where it is. Okay. She is from the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. Does that not sound like a mystical, magical place of some sort? Uh, yes. Yes. Why haven't we been there? Because it's in Canada. Does she have an, <laughs> does she have an accent? Um, I, d- I didn't notice it when she was singing it, but I think, you know, there are actually a lot of like Canadian singer-songwriters in Nashville. Every once in a while, I do kind of like pick up on... The little obvious things that everyone kind of makes fun of for Canadians, like when they say sorry or when they say a. Oh my God, is she going to say a? (laughs) I don't know. I never heard her say that, but you know, I I bet we can make her. (laughs) If you say a, I'll give you another glass of champagne. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I feel like if she's from the Newfoundland of Labrador, she should have some magical, mystical accent. She has some magical, mystical writing powers, and her voice is uh, pretty awesome to boot, so... Well, that'll suffice. Oh, that, yeah. Done. Great. <laughs> so, and then last up, which actually, I shouldn't say last, this is the first writer to commit to this, is Lucy Scholl, mm-hmm. and... 
she is also from Texas. Oh. And I reached out to one of my friends in publishing over at Cobalt. And she recommended Lucy and was just like, she's amazing. You should definitely check her out. And I had her send me some music. And I listened through some of the songs. And I was like, yes, definitely. She needs to be in the round. So um, she helped me, uh, introduce me to her. And we've talked over email. And she's just pleasant as can be so i'm really excited to actually meet her in person and hear her perform in person because i've only listened to her music in the files and they're so wonderful but you know i'm really excited to see her live i'm just so excited to hear them i cannot wait well it is going to be a really really great show plus we have some other awesome features for this show because you get to hear this live music but also you get three glasses of champagne Yes. So every it's it, you know this is a fundraiser for our podcast so that we can continue to do the podcast. Um, and because let's face it, guys, it does take some money to put all this on. We have a website. Mm-hmm. We have to pay for the server for our podcast to live online. Yes. Um, you know it's we put a lot of time and effort. Plus, we drink a lot of champagne, and someone's got to help with that budget. Please and thank you. <laughs> it has expanded since we started this podcast. <laughs> but you but know, has it? Okay, maybe a little bit. <laughs> it might have helped to have it a little bit. Um, but this helps us to kind of expand it. We we know how much like our, our fans have enjoyed the show, and we would like to be able to provide like little perks for our listeners, and this is going to help us do that because it's going to help us expand a little bit. So that being said, part of this is, like, of course, about the champagne. So we're going to sell the tickets for the event are $20. Mm-hmm. And included in that is three drink tickets, so you get three glasses of champagne, and there's going to be a champagne mixing bar, so that you can go over to there and try to mix some different juices in your champagne, so if you don't like just plain champagne, which, I mean, I don't... I don't no, how you don't like plain champagne, but really, <laughs> I digress. I, I, mean, I mean, sometimes you want to add a little orange juice or some little tropical juice. It's true. Sometimes or, it's nice to add a little you, you know, well, we might have a couple of little different cocktails from the three of us in case, you know, add a little originality in there. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited about that. And we're going to have some desserts, right? That is correct. Now, Jess... So we've got the music. We've now got the champagne. We've got the mixes. Jess, yes. what about this dessert bar? Yes, we are going to be having a dessert bar, Trina, featuring some of uh, my drinking, thinking cap desserts. Ooh, so are these going to be like surprise little treats from some of the past episodes, maybe? Yeah, that is a true story. <laughs> Um, I'm excited about this. It's going to be fun. So, I know. So, me and Trina actually get to try some of your desserts for once. Okay, look. That's yes, right. <laughs> you will. You will finally get to try some of Jess's Drink and Thinking Cap desserts. And we'll have some new ones uh, that'll be featured as well. So, some delicious champagne treats. And, yes. y'all, she keeps talking about these desserts. And she never brings them. And I think that's her boyfriend's fault. He probably um, eats them all. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. And... But she does post pictures of them, and they look so tasty. We might need some teasers leading up to the day, but I think it's going to be a nice little surprise. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like we said, you get the music, you get the champagne, you get the desserts. I'd say for $20, it's a steal. It's going to be a fun night out. So who do you guys think are the best people to come to this show? Ooh, So I think that it's a great date night. Um, We've already got a babysitter. And me and my husband are going to go. Obviously, I have to be there. And then he was 
Like, yeah, definitely let's get a babysitter. Let's go. Um, so great date night. Champagne Friday date night. All right. I mean, I think it's a great girls' night. Uh, if you got some coworkers, you're just getting off work. Well, that's a great way to start your Friday and your weekend. Get off and go. Champagne Friday girls' night out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who else can we invite out to this? Well, I think also it's a great gift idea. So if you have a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whoever, you can bring them out to the event and just have a little surprise. It's an experience. Absolutely. I definitely think Champagne Friday is an experience and we're trying to make it the best experience for you guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in the Nashville area on June 22nd, you should definitely come out to this event. As we said, you can find details on the champagneway.com. We're going to do some more little teasers about it and throw out some flyers on our social media. So be sure to follow us at the Champagne Way on Instagram and check out our Facebook page also at the Champagne Way. And if you have any questions about the event feel free to reach out to any of us our email addresses are listed online but you can also again just go to the champagneway.com and find us or email us at trina at the champagneway.com lindsay at the champagneway.com or jess at the champagneway.com so ladies yep you may or may not remember the last episode we recorded I don't. (laughs) Um, About that. I have like little bits and pieces of memories. So listeners, just in case you didn't listen to episode 12, first of all, go back and listen to it. It's hilarious. Second of all, we did it like on a holiday weekend and we did it like early on a Sunday morning. We had Monday off Mm -hmm. and we proceeded to drink a ton of champagne and then somebody, I can't remember who, got some moonshine out. Lindsay. <clears throat> and we drank probably three-fourths of a bottle of moonshine. Oh. oh, God. I still don't know if I can actually, like, stomach root beer <laughs> because of that. It was root beer moonshine. Yep. You know what? But I will say this. I'm glad it was the moonshine that got me that drunk and not the champagne. Because I can't imagine creating like some sort of ill will towards like champagne because I've had too much. That is yeah. a, that's a true, true statement right there. Because you know? I mean, I, I didn't feel badly the next day, but Sunday, I, Lord gracious. It's because we uh, were all drunk before one. Definitely. Yep. So we've got uh, some funny reactions to that. We did. We did. First off, I think a really funny story is Layla Lila's story where you asked her who she thought was the drunkest Mm -hmm. to the least drunkest. So that was hilarious because she definitely said when I asked her, because I was really curious her reaction to that. It was funny. She was like. I didn't think y'all were that drunk. And I was like, oh, <laughs> sister, no. I mean, I guess that makes us feel better. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. There wasn't as much of a hot mess as I kind of sort of maybe remember. Well, I think <laughs> we have to credit that to our producer, Marshall. <laughs> yes, thank you, Marshall. Yeah, he shouldn't ever leave us alone to produce our own episode. No, um, ever. Um, and, and in case anyone uh, doesn't remember, this is also the episode where we filmed um, Upstairs with the Cats. So that was an added bonus. It was like our cat champagne cafe. Yes. And there was a liquor cabinet. And I found that moonshine in Trina's panty drawer. Oh, my God. She found it in my freezer. (laughs) Well, I don't know why there were panties in there. (laughs) There were not. Okay. So we asked Layla 
who she thought was the drunkest to the least drunk. And it was hilarious because she definitely said Lindsay was the most drunk. Then Jess, and we all said we could pinpoint exactly when the alcohol hit Jess, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said I was the least drunk. That was hilarious to me because we all can agree mm-hmm. I was the most drunk. That <laughs> yep. was probably the most drunk I've been in years. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen you that drunk. It was, oh, I don't know how I could have possibly held that together throughout that entire episode <laughs> because afterwards... I don't remember much <laughs> at all, at no, all, guys. No. It's it's like there was podcast talk of pools and floaties and pancakes. Yep. And that's all I remember for several hours <laughs> of my day. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And we had a substantial brunch before. Yeah. So I don't even know if we talked about the brunch on the podcast. That's how little I remember that last episode. (laughs) So we had one drink at brunch. Just one. We came back. We usually prep the show before we go on and we drink a bottle. And then we get our drink about it bottle and we drink that during the podcast. Well, we ran out like pretty early on. It was so delicious. It It was was that chandelier. It was good. And so I had text uh, Marshall, our producer, and my husband, Jay, who were downstairs, like, hey, we ran out of champagne. Will you go get us some more? And they did not respond. So therefore, when Trina or Jess was talking about something, I found some moonshine and proceeded to make a shot until we emptied the bottle. (laughs) It was a bad idea, guys. It was it a bad was. idea. Don't mix your, your champagne and moonshine. Don't do it. So, um, Jess, I know maybe I said some stuff that our listeners, particularly your mom and dad, may have listened to. Oh, yeah. To. This was early in the episode um, while we were still drinking champagne. Right, Lindsay? But when yeah. we were talking about the um, wine champagne bra. Oh, that was at the beginning this of the episode. the beginning of the episode. <laughs> wow. We might have gotten some listener reactions, correct? Uh, so in case our listeners aren't aware, my parents listen to this podcast. Um, and Lindsay mentioned uh, anal beads. Um, and so anyway, I warned my parents, uh, especially my mom, that the episode might have gotten a little crazy. <laughs> um, and I just, that's all I told her. I just was like, hi, mom. Just so you know, this episode, our Memorial Day episode might have gotten a little out of hand. That's all I'm going to tell you before you listen. Maybe just... Maybe just listen to it, and I don't even know if you want to tell Dad that, but just, just so you know. Um, she listened by herself without my dad. Probably a smart idea. Probably a smart idea. Um, and she listened and said it was funny, and it wasn't too bad. She didn't think. And Dad, if you're listening, put on your earmuffs. Um, she said anal beads, which were mentioned by Lindsay, did not bother her. <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. <laughs> I know. I know what it means. Oh, man. Well, um, say so the only other funny story I have from that would be from my other sister, who apparently at some point in time, we not only texted, but called and said, hey, are you out? Get us some champagne. Also, get us five kiddie pools. And then apparently later on, she called back. And this is when we were definitely tanked. And Marshall talked to her at one point and was like do not 
bring them champagne or kiddie pools. Ignore them. Ignore them. Ignore them. Damn it, Marshall. That's why we got in this situation in the first place. I mean, as if we would have sobered up in cold water inside plastic kiddie pools. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? That could have been the cure all of everything. (laughs) But yeah, she was probably right not to buy us kiddie pools. We probably also would have passed out and drowned in three feet of water. Oh, (laughs) not even three. One foot of water. Well, that's what we did on our Memorial Day. <laughs> How was yours, guys? Did anyone else get a little, maybe too intoxicated or inebriated? <laughs> we hope it was safe. We hope it was safe. But if you enjoyed our last episode and uh, thought maybe we sounded a little bit more intoxicated than usual, we were. We're, we're going to stick to champagne from now on. That's right. Well, at least for this episode. That's right, Lindsay. Moonshine <laughs> band. Don't leave that shit in your panty drawer. <laughs> Hey, so I heard about this new thing Mm -hmm. that is happening, and I want to know what you guys think about it. What is it? A dadchiller trip. A what? Dadchiller trip. Dadchiller. Okay, so kind of sounds like dad and bachelor put together. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So do we get to make guesses? Sure. I mean, I have a I have a guess maybe, but I feel like it would just make every future mom mad. Is this a trip that Jay is going to take in the near future? No. Is this one that like expecting dads take when it's like their last hurrah before they have a baby? Ding ding ding. Oh. Okay. How is that a thing? Like, they deserve a vacation before baby comes. Sorry, I haven't even had a child, and I'm like, whoa. What is this? (laughs) They leave their pregnant wives? They leave their pregnant wife, and they go on a trip with their friends as the last two raw before, yeah, their baby comes. What if they get a bit wild and crazy and make another baby? Oh, (laughs) whoa. That's a (laughs) completely different conversation. I went from zero to 90 really quick, Trina. (laughs) But I mean, if Whoa. you're if you're gonna leave your pregnant wife at home to go on like this big extravaganza that's compared to Bachelor, because let's face it, that's in the Bachelor like name or title, then I'm just expecting that your moral compass is a little askew, anyways. Because who leaves their pregnant wife at home to go have this last year all? Like they're the ones like carrying a baby for nine months. Yeah. So my first thought was like. Well, no, you know, the women should get a momshuler party. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, that would be horrible. Like, if I went on a a trip with my friends when I was, like, eight months pregnant, I would be like, get the fork out of here. Like, leave me alone. You can't, I I can't drink. I can't do anything. I can't even walk. I'm, like, waddling. Sounds horrible. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I always thought was interesting with couples that do the baby moon. Mm. Because that's also a thing, like, where couples take their last vacation before they have a baby Mm. for the first time. Sorry, but question, I've heard the baby moon in two different ways. I've heard the baby moon as the last trip that couples take before they try and seriously have a baby. And then I've heard the baby moon as a trip that couples take before, like, the baby actually comes. Most people I know take it when they're pregnant already and it's the last trip they take before they have their first kid. Oh, that sounds horrible. I wouldn't want that. I'd rather it be, like, the last big trip you take before you seriously try and have a baby. make the baby. Yeah. But the only thing about that is that first, like, if it takes a while to make a baby, then you could take your big baby moon vacation and then, like... Well, just keep on just taking that, trips. Just yeah. keep on taking trips, I guess. That's true. I mean, well, so let's get back to this Dachler okay. thing, though, because if 
if that's a thing, I feel like there needs to be a counterpart to that. Like, they take this trip pre-baby, but then however much money they put towards that, they need to double it. And then the mom gets to take a trip one year after the baby is born. Because let's like face it, you got to have time to like adjust, you know, who wants to take a trip right after they have a baby either. So have time to like, and motivation to get yourself back in shape, to stop breastfeeding and like, you know, get away from like the postpartum and all that. I feel like the mom deserves twice the vacation then. I think so the bachelor party, if they get one, it should be like a three-day weekend and the mom a year after she get maybe six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I, not the same as maternity leave, guys. No. We're talking about a whole separate vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like that's uh, that's still actually equivalent. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's okay. That should happen. And I feel like it should be on whoever takes a bachelor trip. They should all pay for it. Yeah. Jay did not do a bachelor trip and we did not do a baby moon. He asked me if I wanted to go somewhere. I'm like, I'm freaking miserable. Absolutely not. So maybe there should be like a post baby moon. Like, yay, we survived having a baby. And like, it's, it survived a year. Like, because all the money that new parents put into like the first baby's birthday party when no one's going to remember it. Maybe what you should do is take mm-hmm. like, we survived the first year of being parents and like pregnancy and all that and take like your big exciting trip then. Instead of spending it on like a $300 cake that a baby's going to smash. God, yeah, I'll bake bake a chocolate sheet cake or something. I'll buy you some champagne. The the kid can get some pictures doing something. But Rory's birthday party is probably going to be a champagne Friday event. It should be done. That that's face it. Until the kid is like at least like five, I feel like the birthday party is just like it should be for the parents. <laughs> so okay, wait. So is this like dad chiller thing? Is this like a three day weekend to see a baseball game? What is this? What is this? So I think it's kind of like a bachelor party. It can be whatever they make it. So it can be three day weekend to see a game. It could be a week to go lollygag. What happens if your wife goes into labor? unexpectedly early then i think she falls for custody (laughs) (laughs) i i I, yeah i agree there on that one i mean i just feel like that's such a weird concept like what kind of person thinks that's an okay thing to plan like what what dad out there was like i don't have a bachelor trip unless he's just got like a baby mama he's not committed to or something yeah i think that's where it started and it probably evolved to the scrap. Mm. Then again, I guess if you think about the whole bachelor and bachelorette party and the whole one last thrill before the, you know, <laughs> getting married and all that, I guess that has some weird connotations and we've, we've made it just a fun thing instead of like a lewd thing. But then again, but I'm still just talking about that's not a balanced thing, at least like bachelor and bachelorette parties, you know, it, unless it's a shotgun wedding, maybe. <laughs> Usually like both people like, are having their fun and going out and doing something. It's kind of an equal opportunity. Right. I don't feel like the equal opportunity is there for pregnant women. I, it's I, not. I feel like I'm getting really upset over this, but <laughs> I've known a lot of pregnant friends and family members, and I just, I can't believe that that's a thing. I know. I am not going to acknowledge it. I had a couple friend, and they met us out during the football season for the UT Florida game, and he stayed out late with my boyfriend, um, and she she was very pregnant with her second child, and he stayed out well late and until the bars closed. That was like his last hurrah night out before the second baby came. 
the unspoken like last night out and that was his like dad chiller night out and I, maybe that's the thing i don't know i mean like I, I could see something like taking a fun night out before you're not gonna have any nights out for a while or something i, I guess like one night i could totally understand that especially if they've been a very good supportive spouse throughout the entire right, pregnancy right. they deserve a little second like, kid like you know yeah but then again there's that whole thing of like this is my last night out no it's not not unless you're something's going to happen to you in the next year or next few months. Let's just face it. You're going to have future nights out. Everyone eventually still goes out. Everyone still eventually gets drunk again. Everyone does this. Well, I was so miserable and exhausted. Like, I was asleep by seven or eight most nights. I wouldn't have even known or cared if I went anywhere. <laughs> if he would have been like, I'm going out, I'd be like, holla. holla I'm going bye. to sleep. Bye. <laughs> so, I mean... And and sometimes I was just so miserable and moody and there's nothing he could have done about it. It would have just been easier if he went out because he felt worthless and helpless because he didn't know how to help me. Interesting. But well, I hear they should you know, just call it something else. So, yeah, maybe it's just the name that just is ridiculous and they just need to call it something else. Yeah. Because the name is just like, ugh. Well, it brings you back to that, oh, I am single until, uh-huh. yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's just a weird connotation with, I think, the nod to the bachelor lifestyle or anything like mm-hmm. that. Or as if, again, I think it's just a weird thing to make it seem like they deserve some sort of like last hurrah before they have to commit to this child. Uh, the woman's already committed. She's literally growing this alien being in her body. Yep. Like that could possibly even kill her. <laughs> like, this is a weird thing. Sure, I'm going to leave you for a weekend. Go party. While you grow a human being. But you should feel happy about that because you're special. You get to grow a human being. And that's no, 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 no. That doesn't fly with me. So we, we just need to think of a new name better for name. it. We just need to think of a better name. Like when you described your friend going out for like, well, you know, one last fun late night out before he has a and, second and he, kid. He, he, and like, goes back into the baby mm-hmm. madness of late nights. Mm-hmm. But And he had been out that afternoon with his wife. Like she went out to watch the game with him, pregnant and all. But he had just stayed out later. Yeah. I mean, so that sounds like more innocent, just like want to have a last night out before you can't do it for a while right totally get that don't call it a bachelor yeah just don't call it a bachelor (laughs) we just need a new name and i think our listeners should tell us what you think it should be called yes exactly i think you should all hashtag down with the bachelor like not down with it but like take it down down with the bachelor because that's a dumb name (laughs) yeah so and listeners if you have a better name yeah you want to call this not saying that there's not worthy of a night out no. But a whole weekend we're renaming it. trip is just now. Rename this. Yeah. Rename Rebrand this. this. Let us know what you think. Be sure to go on our Instagram and post about it. We'll post something that says, like, your, ask your thought on, on The Bachelor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, everyone, just a drink and thinking cap. I'm going to be thinking of some champagne recipes that I will be bacon up for our lovely champagne friday event so if you guys have any that you are especially thinking of any champagne cupcake champagne cheesecake champagne cookies i already have some stuff working in my brain champagne frosting oh (laughs) i got some of that working but if you guys lovely listeners if there's anything specific that you have that you are really like have a tasting craving for let me know at Jess at the Champagne Way. Email me or like just tag us on Instagram at the Champagne Way. 
um, and let us know, and I will get it bacon in the kitchen. And it will show up, especially Nashville listeners, even if you don't live in Nashville and you just want to see me bake it and see me post pictures about it and see recipes on the blog, let me know. Dig out your favorite Pinterest recipe that you can find on Champagne. Yeah. Send it to Jess. Let's see what she can do. That's right. Please do. And that is, uh, that's Jess's drinking thinking cap for this week. Bubbles for your troubles. Woohoo! It is time for drink about it. Yes, like you need a reason. <laughs> All right, girls, what are you drinking to this week? And do we have any listener submissions? All right, and we did have a couple submissions on our Instagram. Glitter glasses journey said she drinks about it because why not? Cheers to you. Yeah, glitter yes. glasses. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. Daniel Black, 108, drinks about it because of Trump. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Some of us drink about it because they like them. Some of us drink about it because we don't. Right. <laughs> but either way, it's a drink about it. It's a drink about it. <laughs> Amen. Cheers. Cheers. So I have a drink about it. Yes. What is your drink about it? So my mother, mm-hmm. who y'all all heard about, Pam. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is going to her first play. Oh. Community theater or like big play or like just like big, what is this? Big play at T-Pack. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. We're talking like big show. Right. She's going to the sequel to The Phantom of the Opera. Wait, there's a sequel? There's a se- Love Never Dies. Ooh. Oh. But she's never seen the first one. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, Stop. Wait, what? So my sister wanted her and her husband to go, but for some reason he can't. And she's asked everybody she knew, except for me and my mom, and I guess. My mom was on the first. She birthed her, so, you know. <laughs> I can't even watch a movie with my mother, because she, A, has to take 18 cigarette breaks, and B, will not let you pause it. Like, she wants to come back in so you can, like, tell her what's going on, and then she can ask a million questions. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so nothing that bothers me more than a movie talker. <laughs> yeah. So I've decided to mess with her today. Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you do? And I'm like, Mom, what are you going to wear? You know, like, it's formal attire. Uh-oh. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, are you serious? Like, what do you mean? I'm like, sequins, puffy sleeves. She's like, I don't have anything like that. I don't think I can go. You're stressing me out. And she's like, I think I have a dress. I'm like, ooh, text it to me. And like my sister was like, no, the dress code says this. I did like text my sister and be like, shh, I'm messing with mom. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please tell me she put on a gown of some sort. (laughs) No, she's like, I'm going for a walk. I can't handle this stress. God, I hope it's from like the 80s with the puff sleeves. I mean, that's what I was going Right? That's what you're going for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been fantastic if she actually had shown up, like, wearing oh this ridiculous, like, gown with sequins and puff sleeves and her hair all done and makeup. Any- like, she's going to the opera. <laughs> and I do this all the time. Anytime my husband and I go to an event, I'm like, it's there's a theme. We have to dress up. And sometimes I'm like, well, I'm just not dressing up. And then now he doesn't believe anything I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yup. All right, Jess, why are you drinking about it? I am drinking about that I have two more days of work until I go on vacation. Vacation. I uh, know. So, done. a couple more nights from now, 
I will be seeing Hamilton on Broadway in New York City. So I just have to make it through a couple more nights of work. And then from New York City, I will be in London. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. New York and London. And this is your baby moon? (laughs) (laughs) Or is this his bachelor? (laughs) Is this some weird role playing happening here? Yeah, that's what it is. It's a weird role playing happening. This is where you're making the baby. Making the baby. Making the baby. Earmuffs, parents. Earmuffs. Connie, earmuffs. But no, not really. (laughs) But no, not really. Also, in, you know, nine to ten months, expect a grandchild. (laughs) But no, not really. We'll name Um, it London. Because clearly we're going to pick the name. I mean, you're just going to name it London because that's just the name. That's just the name. That's actually adorable. Um, But uh, we'd be a little bit more original than that. No, I like it. No, I love it. Um, hey, I help name her child. I can help name yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm okay. just claiming Hashtag it. truth. Hashtag truth. Okay. <laughs> so my drink about it is that I just have to make it through two more days of work, even though I'm in vacation mode. And so I just have to make it through and then I can just get on the airplane and go. Oh my gosh, Jess. I'm so jealous. I know. You um, have fun making that baby. Trina, what are you drinking <laughs> about? Um, well, let's see. First, I'm going to quickly add in a last minute drink about it submission that I just had texted to me. Okay. Mm. From producer Marshall. Oh. <laughs> it starts with sigh. Had an incredibly tough time editing after coworkers got hammered on the job. <laughs> I can't even say that straight. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, Marshall, producer Marshall, that sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Those sound like some fun (laughs) co-workers. I mean, he did say normally it takes him how long to edit our podcast. It does take him a while. Like, So if our podcast is an hour long, it probably takes him like a good two hours at minimum. I've edited a few, so I, I... can attest to that. It does take a little while to like go through and stop and make sure everything's okay and piece some right. things together. But how about last episode? Um, I, I want to say that was like a four or five or six hour podcast episode editing <laughs> kind of session. Um, <clears throat> he looped a couple things for us that got cut out that I don't think anyone needs to hear. But um, <laughs> I would actually like to hear those. <laughs> they are pretty hilarious. Were they from me? They were from all of us. Okay. Oh. He definitely sat there and showed me some of them and texted a few of them to me. <laughs> and uh, I'm just saying, he we loves got his drunk. job. <laughs> mm, I think with our uh, fundraising, we might have to buy him a gift <laughs> if we're going to keep having him do this for free because we're taking up all his time. <laughs> All right, so my other drink about it this week. Let's see. I'm going to cheers to the fact that we are having our first Champagne Friday and that we secured three songwriters who are awesome, like in a day. (laughs) And uh, we saw you. It's just going to be awesome. Yeah. It's just going to be awesome. And I'm super excited about that. And yeah. So I have a drink about it and it's a Bubbles for Your Troubles because I'm very devastated. But I have to give a backstory about it. Okay. So, a couple years ago, once upon a time, I decided that I would like to change careers. And so, I told my husband this. I was like, I want to quit being a lawyer, and I want to go back to school. 
He goes, oh, okay. Like, what do you want to go back to school for? Do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to go into business? And I was like, no, I want to be an astronaut. And he laughed at me. I remember all of this. You do. I think I was there for this. I locked myself in the bathroom and cried because he was being so unsupportive. Of your astronaut dreams. Yeah. Obviously. Like, I wouldn't be the one in the, you know, in the space. Mm-hmm. And I did. I think I talked to you after. Maybe, maybe you were there. Anyway, I was devastated because he was being so unsupportive. So then I looked up and there's an adult space camp in Huntsville, Alabama. So I was like, oh, I should go. And they'll probably recruit people like they do in sports. And mm-hmm. I won't even have to go back to school. And so I talked to Trina about this. And Trina's like, oh, my God, yes, we're going to go. I'm pretty sure I even made you a picture. You did. So Trina made me a picture for my Facebook profile. It was me. The top portion of myself was in a spacesuit, and the bottom portion was in a portion was in a ballerina. Oh. And she decided she wanted to go to space camp with me. Mm-hmm. And so our husbands said we're not going to pay for that. And so Trina and I decided to put together a little event called Send Lindsay and Trina to Space Camp. <laughs> This is all coming back to me now, guys. (laughs) And they refused to let us put it up, at least my husband. He was like, no, absolutely not. You're not putting that online. So my dreams were squished. Mm -hmm. So we are scrolling through Netflix this weekend. Mm -hmm. My husband was sick, so that's what we did. There's a documentary about kids space camp in Huntsville. And we didn't watch all of it because it was a real sensitive subject. But I think they got recruited. Oh, no. Oh. We could be astronauts right now. He goes, do you want to watch this? I said, if it's about kids getting recruited at space camp, then no. And he's like, oh. I think you're going to hate it. Oh. oh. But, I mean, we would have made the best astronauts ever. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, Jess is very glad that you guys did not go to space camp because then there's a real possibility that this podcast would not exist. Or would it exist, but would it be... In space. Like, we could be in this planet and on that It might be hard to drink in champagne in space. I'm not going to lie. Or would it be more fun because the bubbles of champagne would literally, like, float in the air and you'd, like, have to go around, like, oh. and get them while you're, like, flying through this the gravity, anti-gravity, whatever. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I really do. But I'd rather drink my champagne right now, my nice little flute, than try and eat Free tried champagne. <laughs> okay, truth. Although that, that's, that's a good point. Although Jess is drinking thinking cap, I might try and make that one day. <laughs> <laughs> See? It inspires something. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Maybe when we're down in Florida for our big trip. Uh later in the fall we can go see the space center. We're going to talk about that at a later date. Because yep. right now we're so excited about our Champagne Friday event. Yes. On June twenty second. You should all come to it. And if you don't live here, then hopefully we'll be able to live broadcast parts of it. If not, follow our social media and we will definitely post about it. True story. Uh, You should also just follow our Instagram and Facebook and other socials um, in case maybe, just maybe, we do a giveaway for some tickets to come to our Champagne Friday event. Yes. Mm-hmm. We I totally are going to do would that. Be good. We're totally going to do that. Totally. Totally. So follow along and uh, hopefully you'll get to go. 
Do Come it. to our event. So, guys, if you would like to submit, there's a couple different ways you can submit. You can text any of us. If you have our personal cell phones, you can email us. You can comment on Instagram or Facebook. You can also submit on our website at thechampagneway.com. Click on the Drink About It tab, and you can submit online as well. Yes. Champagne trivia, Lindsay. Yes, champagne trivia. So I have a funny story about last champagne trivia. So I asked the question, we talked about it on the podcast, and then hours later, about 11, 12 p.m., I get a, a text from Jess. You mean 11, 12 a.m.? Yeah. Into the next day. <laughs> and she's like, we forgot to do champagne trivia. <laughs> I'm like, no, honey, we did it. And she's like, no, we didn't. So Yeah, no, yeah. I texted and I said, do we do champagne trivia? <laughs> so, uh, first of all, do you guys even remember what the question was? Not nope. even a little. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember any questions. Don't remember the answer to the last one. I've definitely mentioned Sabrage or something earlier. <laughs> if we're doing that, if, if we're even saying that right. But yeah, no, I think I'm like, I've erased memory of like the last three episodes <laughs> for my brain <laughs> okay well the question was why is there a foil wrapper around the top of the bottle to make it more complicated to get into <laughs> and i think jess was like what there's a reason for that um i'm gonna go with for extra safety protection yeah i would guess that maybe so that doesn't the cork don't pop out well the bottle was lined with lead in the old days but now it's wrapped with foil to prevent mice from eating into the cork. No. <gasps> you lie. What? Oh, yeah. my God. I would have never, ever guessed that. Yeah. Mice like to drink, too, guys. Mice? Mice. But also, they used to wrap it with lead? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know how they got that open. What? You like? Why was that a thing ever? <laughs> but... Man, that must have been a big problem. When did they start the foil wrapping? I didn't get details. I mean, I guess I, I totally could see that because if you had a, like a wine cellar or something like that, like I could totally see mice getting in there, uh, smelling the sweetness maybe or something and like trying to dig through the corks. And they could definitely dig through the corks. I mean, mice and rats in general, like they can dig through anything. Yeah. They didn't show that in Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. That's why the mice sang. How do you think they have such perfectly rounded little door holes for like all mice houses? In the- Cinderella, Cinderella, dressed in yelly, dressed in yelly. They were, they were drunk AF off of champagne. Yeah. That's right. And cheese. Or maybe she oh. was drunk and she talked to animals. Uh, I was going to say, let's, in that story, if you're hearing mice sing and dance and birds chirp and sing around your head and create dresses, you're probably drunk. Eh, or... Yes. Just, just throwing that one out there. All right. So new question. Mm. Yes. Hopefully y'all will remember this one. Please. It's a better well, shot of that. <laughs> yeah. What's the difference between wine and sparkling wine? I'm going to go with bubbles. Yep. <laughs> um, that is not it. Oh. Nor is it sparkle. Oh, uh-huh. I was going to go with that too. Like I'm going to add in some Cinderella fairy godmother sparkle since we're on the <laughs> subject. It's actually ingredients, two ingredients. Oh. Oh. Literally stumped. I I don't even know. I don't maybe I should figure out what the ingredients of champagne are first <laughs> in general. Air or magic. I mean I know it's in like ma- yeah, wine, ma- magic air, but 
I don't know. Baby, it's you, magic. Unicorn sparkles. <laughs> unicorn poop. That's no. <laughs> you could have said like unicorn spit or unicorn <laughs> hair, fairy dust, but you went for unicorn poop. <laughs> I actually have a unicorn poop maker at home. What? Okay, anyway. It's a great segue into what we may or may not talk about next week. Yeah, that's right. What, what is a unicorn poop maker? <laughs> I, I really, is this something I need for my baking ingredients? Um, And what you can make with unicorn poop. <laughs> I feel like we need to, I had it for a gift, but I feel like we need to break it out. We might need Clearly. to. What we also may or may not talk about next episode how awesome our Champagne Friday event was. Yes. Because it'll be past it by then and we're going to talk about it. It was awesome. So, also, if Jess is pregnant from no. her trip to London no. where she her her baby, baby London. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> but we'll talk about my London trip and how much champagne I drank. Alrighty. Thank you to the studio Second Sound Productions. And thank you to Marshall Widener for producing this episode and not getting mad at us and quitting last week. Also, go follow us at the Champagne Way on Instagram and on Facebook. And follow us at thechampagneway.com and check out all the fun things on our website, like the blog, the podcast. If you're a new listener, go check out our old episodes and be sure to tune in to see all the happenings from our champagne friday event all right guys like listen subscribe on itunes soundcloud our website www.thechampagneway.com uh, like instagram facebook we appreciate you thanks cheers cheers hey, Jess. hey. hey are you gonna take those anal beats with you to london I mean, maybe. Your mom's gone.